Hello, welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about The Alcut from The Nationals' First Two Pages of Frankenstein. Mm, so good. And today we are discussing the final 1989 Taylor's version vault track mm-hmm. Suburban Legends. Suburban Legends is the 20th track on 1989 Taylor's version. 1989 was originally released on October 27, 2014. Taylor's version was released on October 27, 2023. This song was co-written by our guy, Jack Antonoff. Mm. Suburban Legends peaked at number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100. Yes. That's awesome. So good. Suburban Legends has been played live once. It was in Rio de Janeiro on November 17th, 2023, and it is so good. Yeah. The the video on YouTube is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, hearing it just with a piano, mm. Really good. Mm. Yeah. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about Suburban Legends? Yeah, this one is so freaking good. <laughs> I am obsessed with the production, the vocals, the melody, the lyrics, and what's strange to me now, but wasn't so strange to me at the beginning when this was first released, I was really turned off by the wordiness of mm-hmm. the verses. I was like, why? Why are there so many words? Like, And, and ones that didn't seem to rhyme, and ones that kind of just seemed to be out of left field. And yeah. Just like, you know bizarre but then like every listen since i have been totally turned around like this song Mm. is just peak peak 1989 taylor Mm. it is so good it deserves a spot on this album and i am so glad it's here yeah it gives me all of the vibes of the rest of 1989 i feel like it's the perfect production the synths the groove Mm. the going on in the background (laughs) is so so good i love how she just starts i love Mm -hmm. how she just starts Mm -hmm. the song it just comes right on in yeah after now that we don't talk it's just like Mm -hmm. so so good jack has done it again all of the tracks that we've covered of jack's like there've only been like one or two where it's been like uh you know like mm-hmm. not as much of a hit it is unbelievable to me how absolutely incredible he is with production and with pro tools yeah <laughs> and the sounds and the synths and everything that he comes up with is just so so good and on this track it's no different i am obsessed with listening to these three in a row now that we don't talk into suburban legends into is it over now yeah. because they're all in the same key Mm. And they all have similar grooves. And so I think that they're all about the same person. Interesting. Suburban Legends is like looking back on, you know, these red flags in her relationship. And yet like that kiss always did her in Mm. and like made her forget about everything. She's like, there are all of these things you know, like, what What took me so long? Oh, but wait, oh, God, you kissed me, and now it's going to screw me up forever. Okay, <laughs> okay, you know, now now that we don't talk is, like, looking back and being like, you know, I'm over you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you know, is it over now is the messy messiness of it and thinking about, like, when did it actually end? Has it ended? Are we doing something, like... And we all know that Out of the Woods is a sister song to that, as Taylor, I believe, said. Mm -hmm. And she did that mashup when she did it live with the Out of the Woods bridge, which was wild. And so Out of the Woods, we all know who that one's about. And we all know that Is It Over Now 
has that line of, you know, white snow, uh, red blood, white snow. Mm -hmm. And so I I just got this feeling that this one's right there, too. Mm. The three of them are too similar to, like, look past that. Yeah. And they could have done this song in a different key. They could have done any of these songs in different keys. But to have it be in the same also is just like, hmm, interesting. It's really neat with these three because it really feels like they're all pieces of potentially the same relationship, but Mm -hmm. like different parts and different stories. And the fact is that they are all bangers. (laughs) So good. And then... I attribute that to this relationship as well, because when Gossip Gab talks about it, and I think she might, I don't know who you think it's about, but I i think it's about Harry. I like when you and... refer to Gossip Gab as she when you're talking to me. Like, it's like a different character. Different character. It's your alter ego. It's your alter ego. When Gossip Gab gets here, you know, that we've talked about their relationship a lot mm-hmm. and how much of like a flashbang it was mm-hmm. like a flashbang grenade and just like the supernova that happened and i wouldn't expect anything less of the songs that they make about him mm. it's like really 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 cool really great i love these lyrics i let it slide like a hose on a slippery plastic summer like what <laughs> i don't so, love that lyric <laughs> so ridiculous that was actually one of the ones that i used to hate i remember I was that like, why you were like why? i can't get into the song so i can't get past that lyric. i can't get past this and now i'm like i'm kind of really into it <laughs> i love you are so magnetic it was almost obnoxious yeah me too i absolutely adore that line i broke my own heart because you're too polite to do it mm-hmm. oh god there are some zingers here i i love the whole image of the 1950s gymnasium mm-hmm. give me like grease vibes totally coming, coming to the dance and like blue moon is happening and then you know where is he i don't know where my date is mm-hmm. oh oh it's danny zuko over in the corner over there <laughs> Harry Styles is Danny and Taylor is Sandy Dombrowski. <laughs> How many times do we talk about Danny Zuko? <laughs> <laughs> so many. So many. It's my claim to fame. Just an incredible, incredible song. You know, it, it's interesting, too, because I feel this is a there's a lot of complexity behind this song, but also it's just so poppy that, mm-hmm. like, it, it doesn't feel complex. Mm-hmm. It feels very much like a regular old pop song, yeah. but with the lyrics... And you can delve in and into it a bit more. Like, it's actually really complex. Yeah. And really interesting to listen to. And it's interesting, too, because, like, the production doesn't really change a whole lot behind no, her. yeah. kind of, like, stays the same throughout yeah. the whole thing. And that's interesting, too. Because a lot of the time, Jack switches stuff up a lot in his production. Yeah, I mean, the melody of, of the chorus is just so good. I love the melodic line and the rhythm of, I broke my own heart because you were too polite to do it. It's yeah, just like, it's good. Ah, so, so, so good. Incredible song. I listen to it all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Fantastic. Gab, what do you think about Suburban Legends? Yeah, I agree with what you said about how it's, you know, immediately such a poppy song that you don't always grasp the complexity of it underneath, kind of. So, like, I, like, loved this song immediately. I latched on. I'm like, oh, this is good. Mm. But then I was, like, couldn't fully figure it out. And I was then frustrated that I couldn't really figure it out and what it was about for a while. And I was just kind of like, okay, I know I like singing this song, but I also really like to be very dialed in. And Mm. this one is, like, a little more challenging for me, you know? Mm -hmm. 
I don't necessarily feel that way now. But yeah, I just, I really love the whole vibe and the production of this song. I agree. I love how it starts immediately, like with the synths in her voice. Mm-hmm. I think the chorus is just so catchy, so boppy. And then the transitions from the verses into the chorus and out are just really pleasing. Like that transition, yeah. it's very enjoyable. It works so well. There are a lot of fantastic lyrical gems here. Some of the same ones kind of you said, I love you were so magnetic. It was almost obnoxious. Flush with the currency of cool. I love yeah. the way she says that. Yeah. Cool. And then the lyric, when you hold me, it holds me together, mm-hmm. which is really good. I like really enjoy that lyric. And I love how Taylor, the lyric, I'm standing in a 1950s gymnasium is. Like yeah. that's so her. You're like, of course Taylor wrote that lyric. That's only Taylor Swift would write that freaking yep. lyric. Just kind of cracks me up. But yeah, the production on that line, I'm standing in a 1950s gymnasium, oh, yeah. is so cool. And it sounds echoey as if she's indeed standing in that gymnasium singing yeah that's like this really weird cool. reverb on her voice it's so yeah. jack yeah i like that a lot i think all the places with the backup vocals sound amazing like i think the backup works really well here or like the echo of her mm-hmm. voice and then i just really love the outro and how the song ends mm-hmm. it's so good yeah like that outro for me it's kind of almost like mastermind in the way she's like telling a story and then reveals her cards at the very end, mm. which here her cards were, and I always knew it, that my life would be ruined. Yeah. Like she's confirming all her suspicions and worries about this relationship that yeah. it ended and she knew it. She always knew it. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like this song, it's all building, building, and then she reveals like, oh, I knew it all along. It feels like that to me kind yeah. of. But yeah, the song is just so catchy. It's really enjoyable. I just, I really love listening to it. I'm... So glad it was released as a vault track. And, like, I definitely think, like, it fits in 1989. It fits really well with these other vault songs. Like, mm-hmm. I am a fan. Huge fan. Yeah. I don't really love the slippery plastic summer <laughs> lyrics still, but that's okay. Slippery I don't need to. Slippery plastic summer. I'm like, it's like kind of like, you know, like images of like slip and slides and stuff, but like not really. Yeah. Know, it's just not. I let it slide. Yeah. It's funny. Unmarked but numbers. Ooh. I know that's good too. Devin, mm. do you relate to suburban legends? And you kissed me in a way that's going to screw me up forever. <laughs> so on our second date, we went to this place called Sweet Afton in mm-hmm. Queens. And we were there pretty, pretty late because we both were work. Well, I was working pretty late. And you actually decided to come and meet me after work. At like 10 o'clock. At like 10 o'clock at night, which wow. now is like, Insane. that would never happen. To be happen. young and Never happen. <laughs> And we had a great second date, and it was awesome, and we gave each other, like, our our deal breakers. Mine was that I was gluten-free, and Gab was that she watched The Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, aren't really deal breakers. (laughs) No. Just things you're scared to tell someone you're dating. (laughs) On a second date, for sure. And I I walked her back to her apartment, and we had this kiss, our first kiss, Mm. outside of her apartment, and it screwed me up forever. It was drizzling, right? In the best way. Yeah. Yeah. In the best way. And I was like, huh, I can never be without this kiss ever again. That's really I was cute. like, that is the kiss that screwed me up forever. And so I can imagine that if Taylor had a kiss like that with with him, and that whenever he kissed her, it felt like that, mm. I can imagine that it, was, it would screw her up forever. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least, you know, until yeah. she found Travis Kelsey. You didn't get that lyric when you first heard it. <laughs> You're like, that's an interesting lyric. Yeah. I'm sure that that kiss that Travis and Taylor had on the football field oh, is a kiss that's going to screw her up forever. That's an epic. That was an epic. That was an epic, epic kiss. kiss. Ooh, ooh, God, a little, got a little warm in here. <laughs> ooh, Gab, can you relate? 
Yeah, but not to the good part. <laughs> oh, of course. Classic. <laughs> I mean, I can, but like, obviously, I always go for the heartbreak route. Mm-hmm. The lyric, I broke my own heart because you were too polite to do it, like immediately spoke to me when I heard this song. I was like, oh, yeah, Taylor, whoa. I really relate to that idea of someone not wanting to break up with you, not wanting to hurt you, but knowing it's the right decision circumstantially and kind of like mourning the relationship and breaking your own heart before yeah. the relationship's even over. Yeah. I had one relationship where the night before we officially broke up, the song Goodbye in Her Eyes by Zach Brown Band just, like, kept playing in no my head. Way. Yeah, it was really weird. I was like, oh, my God, this is intense. Um, like, I just, like, I, I felt that. Yeah. But, like, I was never going to end a relationship. It just wasn't in my nature, yeah. unfortunately. So it's like I broke my own heart, but also, like, I waited for my heart to be broken at the same time, mm. even if it was already broken. And then I really, unfortunately, relate to the lyric, when you told me we'd get back together from that same relationship. It's like a real, real mind F when someone who broke up with you tells you they want to get back together, but then never actually follows through with it. So I'd say I broke my own heart in that situation by like, I had to let the promise of getting back together go, like, and shut that door, basically. But it was, that was a rough experience. Definitely. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i relate to a little like, different that idea a little different yeah, i relate you know. to <laughs> classic us well now we get to the segment of gossip. suburban legends is a take on the common term urban legends which are stories and rumors sometimes exaggerated ones that are passed around within a community and typically spread by word of mouth The suburban plays a role in this instance as Taylor and her lover escaped their suburban hometowns only to return as the stuff of local folklore. As the relationship was occurring, Taylor always knew they were going to be nothing more than a story than the stuff of legends. It's also this idea that the best part of their relationship was perhaps the idea of it mm-hmm. or the story of it, but not the actual Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good. In the realm of astrology, there's, you know, a belief that certain zodiac signs work better with others that might not be the, the best fit. Like some work better than others do. Mm-hmm. They say if your partner is someone whose star sign is an ideal match, the relationship might face challenges. Sure. I mean, regardless of even if they are a good match, the relationship probably faces challenges. That's life. <laughs> but as most of us know, Taylor is a Sagittarius. She's a fire sign. And astrologers suggest she'd find most harmony in a relationship with air signs like Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. Hmm. I am a Libra, so Taylor, we're compatible. Taylor has mentioned astrological signs in her songs before, including Red State of Grace with the lyric Twin Fire Signs. What's interesting is that the person who I think this song is about is not a mismatched star sign with Taylor. Hmm. To no surprise of anyone who's been listening to our vault song coverage, I think Harry Styles is the subject of suburban legends. However, Harry is an Aquarius, which is actually an ideal match with a Sagittarius. So it doesn't really fit with the mismatched star signs lyric, but it could possibly be that other parts of their star charts are mismatched that we don't know. Mm-hmm. So I actually just looked up uh, Travis Kelsey's star sign. Oh. And he is a Libra. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So they are astrologically matched as well. They do not have mismatched star signs That's at all. That's so either. interesting. Yeah, and actually the first hit is what is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's astrological compatibility? <laughs> 
I'm so glad everyone's checking in on that. So, everybody, it could be real. That's it could be the thing. so funny. Libras are great, if I do say so myself. Libras are pretty great. You know, anyway, I think that this is a Harry song mostly based on the time it was written, mm-hmm. and that Taylor has a number of Harry songs on 1989. It's kind of the closest we've gotten to her confirming songs are about people. So, someone from England will definitely know better than I will... But Harry's from the town of Redditch, according to a Google search, which seems like it might be a suburb of Birmingham oh, in England, okay. which is a city, Yep, I think. <laughs> Birmingham is a city. Yes. So English listeners, let us know if that's a stretch, if that is a suburb, if you guys use the term suburbs, I don't know. But that's what like the vibe is, I think. Right, right, it's right. A, it's right. definitely a smaller town right. that he's from. So it's like it could be an extrapolation. Also, the lyric that we've said before, you were so magnetic, it was almost obnoxious, flush with the currency of cool, feels so hairy. So hairy. Like, obnoxiously hairy. I can't really think of any of her exes that had that same effect on people. Yeah. You know? And then that lyric, when you said we'd get back together, feels very much the same story as Is It Over Now. Mm -hmm. It really does. The lyric... I didn't come here to make friends, though I think it refers to not wanting to be this person's friend, a la now that we don't talk with the lyric, I can't pretend it's platonic. Mm. What it makes me think of every time I hear it is the common bachelor catchphrase that is uttered by the villains, I didn't come here to make friends. It's the exact phrase that's used in the show. And that show's been on since 2002. So like, it's that exact phrase. So I just can't hear that phrase and not automatically think about the bachelor. Yeah. Like, one of the most notorious villain, villains of the whole show, Courtney Robertson from season 16, the name of her book is I Didn't Come Here to Make Friends. You can see it over there. Wow. So, I just, I, that lyric, I don't, Taylor's done spoofs, I think, of Bachelor stuff on SNL. Mm. So, I think it's like, you know, she understands the pop culture of it. I don't think she's a watcher. Maybe she was years ago. Mm. But, yeah, I didn't come here to make friends. It's just such, like, a yeah. common pop culture phrase. I don't know. But also, maybe I'm just, like, too... Uh, Two in the pit of Bachelor fandom. I mean, you might be, to hear but otherwise. I feel like I feel like they can. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so, Devin, uh-huh. what's your favorite lyric in Suburban Legends? I broke my own heart because you were too polite to do it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The line, the rhythm of the line, the melody of the line, especially the first time she sings it, it's just like it's so good. And mm-hmm. then what it means, I mean, yeah, having to like, he didn't have the courage or whatever or i guess politeness like he was too polite you know he he couldn't man up Mm. quote unquote Mm. to actually break up with her and so she had to do it herself like she had to take it upon herself to be like look i know that this is not going anywhere and i know that there are a ton of red flags and we're not supposed to be together and this sucks but like i need to break my own heart because that's that's what needs to happen and it's also like maybe not polite like, I know that's the word she uses, but mm-hmm. if, if you look at it from the view of other songs where she's, like, excavated the relationship in different ways, yeah. it's also, like, you were okay with letting this linger, and I wasn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were being too nice about it. Or, like, not being definitive mm-hmm. about how you felt. Wishy-washy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is super that's hard relatable. in relationships. It's really a bold to my past. Mm. Gab, what's your favorite line? I love, and you kiss me in a way that's going to screw me up forever. Mm. It's such a good line. It's so good in the song, the way it's used. You hear it and you're like, yeah, I've had a kiss like that. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's very, very relatable. And it's also, like, funny, too, and, like, mm. tongue-in-cheek. Like, And then you're like, yeah, like, if I kissed Harry Styles, I bet that would screw me up forever, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's got pretty <laughs> luscious lips. Yeah. 
Mm. Okay, Dev. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. From one to ten mismatched star signs, Ooh. what do you give suburban legends? This is an easy nine. <laughs> this is this is nine nine out of ten mismatched star signs, which is almost all twelve of the star signs, but oh, yeah. only nine of them. Honestly, it's like so so good. It might turn into a ten at some point, but I I don't think it's currently a ten. I think that. It is just such a bop. So good. I'm yeah. so glad that we have it. I listen to it all the time. And, you know, it might it might be a 10, but I'm going to go with a 9. I feel that. <laughs> Cap, how about you? 1 to 10 mismatched star signs? We're so, so in sync on these vault tracks. Uh. I am also 9 mismatched star signs. Mm. Just very, very aligned on these star, <laughs> star signs. <laughs> very aligned on these vault tracks. And I think that, like, the slight wordiness of it keeps it from being a 10 for me, but I still really, really love it. Yeah. Um, also, in case anyone's wondering, Devin and I are compatible stars. Completely signs. compatible. So. Leo and Libra. Yeah. Is Leo a fire sign? Yeah. Yeah, so it's that same air and fire sign. Yeah. Compatibility. Yes. Yeah. A lot of um, my close friends are also Leos, mm-hmm. so. You got a lot of Leos in your life. Got a lot of Leos in my life. Yep. Listen along with us. Check us out on Instagram at Tatezy Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Are you from England and is Redditch a suburb? Get out of here. <laughs> Who do you think this song is about? Did you grow up in the suburbs and do you envision mm. yourself in when you hear this song? Gymnasium. Yes. So Taylor. That's such so, a funny line. So Taylor. Or like going back to your high school reunion, Ooh, making and a like splash. Having a thing happen. Or like making a splash from who you show oh. up with or what you've made mm-hmm. of yourself. Wow, they married the football star. Especially too with Taylor, where like her high school experience wasn't the best necessarily. Yeah. So mm. God, can you imagine her going to her high school reunion? <laughs> That'd be insane. I don't even know if they'd be able to make it safe enough for her yeah. to do that, you know? Wow. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Yes, and thank you to our newest patron, Kayla Durham. Thank you, thank you. Well, next episode, we're back in it. We're back to I know, the I forgot buzz. where we were in the alphabet. We're here. We're back <laughs> into the alphabet. And it's with The Archer from Lover. Yeah. It's starting. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We finally made it to The Archer. Like, so excited. Yeah. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gav. This has been A to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.